0: This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 43 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is Monday, January 25th, 2021, and I am... Super excited to be back. Um, The podcast was growing over the weekend, and I have all of you out there to thank for that. So thank you very much. I appreciate all of you watching, subscribing, liking, commenting. It is an awesome, awesome experience. And I just cannot thank you enough. So I just keep coming back week after week to do it. Um, If you're new to the podcast, then Remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons if you enjoy the video, and always submit your comments. Comments are super important. They help drive the show to to the top, and I need your help to do it. That's right. It takes a community to build this thing, and if you're enjoying it, then I'm pretty sure that somebody that you know will enjoy it as much as you do, so spread the word. Let's make this thing bigger and bigger, and uh, I just appreciate all of you for doing that. Um, If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, send it to the official email of Talking With Topher. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And submit your email. Make sure you put the proper heading in the subject line so that I know as soon as it pops up, what we're talking about and that's it super simple you got any questions concerns send it to the email that's t-a-l-k-i-n with tophar at gmail.com and if you want to follow me on social media i am out there that's right you can find me on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and snapchat so go to all of those platforms Give the follow, you can DM, I'm posting every day, uh, positivity, motivational stuff, so if you're interested, go there and follow. Um, I'm super excited to get into this week's episode, right? A lot of stuff happening over um, the week, and one of the things... That has taken me a long time to figure out, Um, well, patience. Patience seems to be the subject I'm going for this week because, well, I never had any. And if you're, you know, probably the majority of um, people out there that are watching this podcast, well, you're 18 to 24 And, man, when I was 18 to 24, I had no patience whatsoever. Um, You know, everything had to be right now. Uh, You know, if I wanted something done, um, I had to get it done that very instant. Um, You know, and, and I don't know about anybody else out there, but I think this goes for all of us. That nothing ever gets done right away. Like, literally nothing. I don't think I've done one thing in the past year that has been done quickly. And I bring this up for a couple different reasons, which I'll get into a little bit later. But I just want to talk about patience. Why do we have none? You know, I didn't have any patience when I was 18 to 24. And I didn't have uh, apps I didn't have, like, we had snake on our phone, you know. You still had to use the dial key in order to move the snake around. So, I mean, we weren't, I didn't even have touchscreen until I was probably in my mid-20s. Um, you know, so all these things, everybody says, well, this is why we don't have patience anymore. Everything's too, um, I don't, what's a, everything is too, fast moving um you know uh videos are 15 seconds or sometimes people are like 60 seconds is too long um and you're just getting ah instant gratification all this instant gratification you know you're instantly checking your your followers you're instantly checking your comments everything's coming in so quickly now um and i think that may help with the fact that all of you between this age bracket out there today, I think it helps to uh, shorten your patience, but I didn't have all that, and I still had no patience. So I think that we all have no patience, no matter um, whether you have screens or you didn't have screens when you were growing up. It's something about the age bracket, right? Now, sometimes, or maybe some people, will get through this faster than others. Just like maturing. You know, women mature faster than boys. And, that, and that's fine. I get that. But why is it that patience are, is so hard to learn? And I got a, I got a couple pretty decent examples. Um, Uh, it's just that, you know, like, we don't have patience when we're young, we want to be older, because we see all of the adults around us, and they are having fun, right? Which, I'm an adult now, and I'm telling you, yeah, sure, I'm having fun, but I'm not having that much fun. Um. You know, everything, well, I I consider it to be a marathon, right? It takes a long time to get this stuff done. And by stuff, I mean just life in general. You know, sometimes getting your car fixed takes a lot longer than anticipated. Um, Doing a, a project in your house can sometimes take a lot longer than you ever thought it would. Um, this podcast has taken months to get to where it is today. And I'm still not done. But if I didn't have patience, then I don't think anything would get done for me. Because when I didn't have patience and I would try to rush through everything, it would never come out the way I want it to. And I think this is all. This is something that we all need to kind of, kind of understand, especially during today's society. With all this, the virus and all this other bullshit, right? So we're all stuck at home. We're all. We're slowly getting out. We're slowly doing things. People are slowly getting vaccinated, and now we have to have patience for all of this Um, I mean they're talking about the vaccine Um, you know they're trying to roll it out people are having a real hard time making appointments people are having a hard time doing everything and there was a lot of people out there that thought by February 1st we would be open we'd be doing things and we'd be moving again and I've said over and over again I don't think it's going to happen until next year, right? Because everything takes time. Even stuff. Not even even. Everything takes time. People are involved with the stuff that's going on. So there's always going to be hiccups and problems and setbacks and complications because I don't think there's anything that we as humans get involved in, and, and, and it doesn't complicate it, right? So all of this takes patience. It takes time. And I think we've forgotten that. You know, I think we have forgotten how long sometimes things take. Um, and... I bring this up because I've talked about hitting long-term goals, <clears throat> setting up short goals to get to the long-term goal. And then you finally accomplish that long-term goal and you make another one. And then you do small increments to get to the end of that one. Well, there's, that's time. And that takes patience and hard work. Which is exactly what everything uh, takes. And I mean, I've been working on my car now for months. All right. I bought the car. I've had to have a lot of work done to it. And, And this is just what happens when you buy a used car. So if you can afford a new car, I always recommend getting the new car because you're not going to have to start fixing it right for a while like brakes on cars today can go 60 to 80,000 miles before you work on them tires same deal you got 40 to 60,000 mile tires on the cars today so everything everything that you when you buy a new car you have to break it all in or you get a lease um, stuff like that. But when you're buying a $3,400 vehicle like I did, you're going to have complications with the vehicle. It's not the person that sold it to me. It's not, um, it's not that I, I'm, I'm, I'm mistreating the vehicle. The vehicle was 3500 bucks, and it had 162,000 miles on it. And it has been driven around New England for its entire life. So there's going to be a lot of rust. There's going to be a lot of frozen parts. There's going to be a lot of stuff breaking off. So I have to keep working on my vehicle. And it's expensive. Don't get me wrong. This is why I'm recommending you don't get a... If you can afford it, get, get a decent car. Get a decent car. Because if you don't have the money up front for a decent car, and you wind up with what I got, you need money. In order to keep them running. So sometimes it's easier to bite the bullet. I am not in a, I was not in a position where I could do that. Um, but it's okay. Um, so I keep putting money into the car. And that's not the real point of the story. The point of the story is. Is that I, I, I got an exhaust system. Right? And I'm super excited. I looked everything up online. Ordered all the parts. And then all the parts come in. Now I'll be honest with you. I've worked on cars. I've done a lot of stuff to vehicles, oil changes, tire rotations, calipers, simple, basic shit that you probably should be able to do to a car if you're driving a vehicle because you never want to get stranded somewhere and not be able to change a tire or something like that. So I suggest learning, you know, little things about your car especially changing tires, stuff like that, because it's going to help you in case the thing breaks down on the side of the road. Um, but, so I don't know what I'm looking for, right? I get all these parts in, I'm like, yes, I got all my parts in. I bring it to my guy. And he comes back and he's like, you were missing a part. And I'm like, what do you mean I was missing a part? And I guess there was a pipe in between the catalytic And and, and the muffler. um, And it was not there. In the complete setup. That I purchased. So he had to take an old part. And weld it. And put it together. And then he put it together for me. And it works. But now we have to locate this one part. Um, The part that he replaced it with. Needed to be welded. So I had to pay for that. Then I'm going to have to pay for this part. And I'm going to have to pay him to put it back in. So it, it just, again, I need patience, right? I have a car it has got a, well, now it has 173,000 miles on it. And it's getting better, you know? Gas mileage is back up. The exhaust sounds really good. Can't wait to get the last part in, you know, not to just get rid of all the rusty parts. But I can't get too frustrated. You know, the power steering pump's going. I got the power steering pump. I just got that in. That took a week to get. I got a thermostat going in. um, But we couldn't do that until the parts come in. So I've been driving around with a bad power steering pump now for three weeks. Again, patience. It's taken me a real long time to figure this out. I can't get that upset about it. I can't rush this. It has to take time. Because one, he's only got one day a week. That he can work on other people's vehicles. Two, he can only do so many jobs in a row. He can't, you know, dump this, dump that, and change out an exhaust. He's not a garage. And that's fine. I understand that. So these are the things that I sacrifice, sacrifice because I'm putting so much money into the vehicle. Um, and it, it just, it's aggravating it's frustrating. It makes me angry. Um, I hate when I am told that I bought a complete setup and I didn't get it. So now I'm trying to just, I, I kind of put it in his hands. I'm like, you need to just try to find the part by the end of the week. I'm not sure where to go for this part. I don't even know what the part's called. He's got the picture of it. He knows all his dealerships there so he's going to take care of this so by the time i actually get the exhaust finished and then i get the power steering pump and the thermostat replaced it'll probably been about a month and it's just one of those things nothing happens in the blink of an eye there's nothing that could have sped this up for me oh actually you know what i probably could have sped it up by going to a garage and having them um, charge me three times the amount for all the parts, three times the amount for all the labor, and I probably would have gotten it done a lot faster. So in this case, me saving a buck is probably what you know drew, drew this out longer. And I can understand that too, but I don't think that that's the case. The case is it just took time took time and patience and we're finally getting to the end of that road so that makes me really happy to finally see the gas mileage going up and to to hear the car performing better um to know that i didn't buy a piece of shit i just bought something that had a lot of issues and unfortunately have to dig through the issues to make the car show its true potential And this is the same thing I do for my long-time goals. And one of my long-time goals that I have been striving for now for quite some time. All right, I'll just tell you. Three years, nine months, and 16 days. That is how long ago I got my blue belt. And as of last Wednesday, 20th of February, January I got my purple belt finally oh what a great feeling it was i was blown away of course it's always unexpected and if you do jiu jitsu you understand what i mean by it's always unexpected is because even though you you might be on your fourth stripe or you always you're always gonna put yourself ahead of probably where you actually are for the most part. I know that in Jiu Jitsu, I always feel like I'm further behind. and when I do get promoted or um, something, you know, whether it's a stripe and of course this time it was a belt, but whenever I got promoted, I was always like, are they right? 'Cause I don't feel like I should be moving up right now. I just I, I, I still feel that way. I still feel that way today, and it was just an amazing achievement. Um it, it 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 god did it ever boost my confidence and I just got super excited about it. Um but this has been something I have been working on now. I started Five years ago, nine months, and probably 22 days at this point. And to go from white to blue to now purple is an amazing feeling. It's an amazing accomplishment. But it took a lot of time. And it took a lot of patience. Because it is Not easy sometimes to continue moving forward when you feel like you're not moving forward at all. Or like myself, I felt that way uh, a lot of times. Um, I was like, man, I'm just not moving forward. I'm I'm not getting better at this. I'm falling behind. Look at the people getting ahead of me. All these thoughts going through the brain just... And I think that's like my, my mechanism to like save myself almost. Like, oh, well, if you and I, I obviously would have to fight through that and be like, no, this is just this is my fault because I'm not defending this properly and I'm allowing them to get in. And I would have to fight those stupid voices in my head that were telling me. That I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't doing good. And I'm so glad I did. Because when you don't listen to yourself, you can progress. You can move further. Because it's not up to me when I get my stripe. It's not up to me when I get my belt. It's up to my professors. They see my progress. And they see what I'm doing. And they, s- they now feel comfortable giving me that promotion, and it was just, man, it was just amazing, absolutely amazing, um, amazing feeling, I just love being part of this community, it's by far one of the best things I've ever done for myself, um, besides quitting drinking. And I started jujitsu jitsu before I quit drinking. So I used to drink while I was, not while I was doing jiu-jitsu, but I mean the night before I would get hammered and then go into class, you know. So through jiu-jitsu and quitting drinking has taught me so much about patience and just calming down. Letting things happen, right? Um, I'm always talking about how I have a hard time putting things together. Um, like when I have plans for something, right? And so you make plans, you get the whole day mapped out, and then somebody throws something your way, and now you have to rearrange, uh, rearrange the day to fit that piece of the puzzle in. And that's sometimes, that's very difficult for me. Most of the time. Most of the time it does not go off. It's not very easy for me to absorb that and deal with it. I did a little bit better yesterday than I normally do. But I still had a blow up. But it wasn't like a crazy one. But it was enough to the point where I have to say I'm sorry. So what I was doing was when I got upset and she went tanning and I stayed home, I just started throwing around that kettlebell. I knew uh, deep down inside that I was upset with myself for sleeping in. So I felt lazy. Um, I didn't run. Because I wanted Sunday to be a rest day, right? A full rest day. And it just didn't feel right. So I get into this argument with her. She goes tanning, I start throwing around the kettlebell, and by the time I finished that kettlebell workout, I felt amazing. And sometimes, we're not angry at or with the person that we think we're angry with. Most of the time, we're angry with ourselves. So there's so many things that take time to figure out. And figuring out yourself is probably one of the more difficult ones to figure out. So after I threw around that kettlebell, though, I felt great. All the anger was gone. Everything that I thought I was lacking in that day just went away. And I felt better because I did something. So... Sometimes you just need to find a way to get rid of that aggression. And this has gotten better over time. Practice will make perfect. It all ties into patience. If I can have patience to get a purple belt, then why can't I have patience to deal with small situations in my life? And it's not that I can't. Instead, I haven't maybe thought about it this way. I haven't exercised this mes- muscle enough to make sure this stupid thing doesn't happen anymore. And I still have to work on it. And it, it frustrates me because I have found patience in so many other things. I have found it in... Uh, house projects. Nobody ever wants a house project to go longer than a weekend. Nobody ever does. You want to start something and you want to finish it immediately. That never happens. It never happens with the house. Never. If you want a project to be done and this isn't even guaranteed, within a certain amount of time, you got to hire somebody, make sure they're re- dependable and reliable, and then I'm sure the job will get done properly and in a timely manner. But for the most part. You can't even get that out of a contractor. So again. Another thing. That takes time and patience. Um, but to. To have my little blow up this weekend. And then I'm like. Jesus Christ man. What am I doing? Why do I keep going down this road? Why is it that I can find patience. In a lot of the stuff. That agitates me but when i'm home and i've made plans i can't seem to break that and <clears throat> i kind of went off target here i'm not sure why but i'm not I'm just i'm trying to find it i'm still trying to find it in a lot of stuff and it's like yeah getting my purple belt was a great achievement but now I got more, more stuff to kind of deal with, right? Because now I'm an upper belt. Um, there's not a high percentage of people that make it to the purple belt and stick around. Um, or make it to the purple belt, all I found out. So I'm in a smaller percentage bracket. And now brown belts and black belts are going to call on me. Like they used to call on me before. But I think sometimes it was so that they could take a break, huh? You know, you take on the young, the, the younger belt, and you're not going to have to, hopefully, worry as much because you're the upper belt. So if you you feel that this guy's going this way, you go that way, right? And you can plan to kind of play like a uh, passing uh, a dodge game almost, like, and you. So the upper belt will basically be controlling the match, is what I think. Because that's what they used to do to me. Like, I was not controlling them as a white or a blue belt. Um, they were controlling me. But now that I'm a purple belt, they're going to call me out, and they're not going to take it easy with me. Now they're going to be trying not to hurt me, per se, but they're going to really put in that effort that they didn't have to before. And I'm not saying that's a knock on anybody who did that. I've done that. I've gone with a white belt and I've taken it easy. I've let the white belt do his thing. And when I felt like it was getting too close, boom, I'd shift the game. And that's just what you do as an upper belt. And that's fine. But now it's going to be completely different. I'm I'm not a blue belt anymore. They're going to come at me. And now it's going to be a different game that I have to play. And I'm excited for that new game, but I'm also super nervous, um, right? Because, I mean, it's just a, it's a crazy scenario to be in. And I try not to let the ego get to me, but the I don't want to be tapped. I spent a lot of time getting tapped to get to where I am today, which is one of the reasons... Like, Which is one of the reasons why it was so exciting to get here. Because it has taken so long. And I have had to put in so much work. And my professor said that he really saw a large improvement in my game in the last three months. Which blew my mind. I was like, the last three months? And then I started thinking about it. What did I do in the last three months? Hmm. well, I was I was running all the time, so I strengthened my legs. so now it's really hard to push me down. Um, I can I've been flipping over a lot easier because I've tightened up my core. Um, I mean I've only been doing the kettlebells for three weeks. So he's saying three months. So that's great. It could have been all the videos I watched. It could have been the ookie doll I've been fucking around with at home. I mean, there's a there's a all kinds of stuff that I've been doing different to make my game better. So me and Tyler go to class every Monday. And then we come home. Well, actually, and then we come to my house, right? And we get to discuss what we worked on. And uh, if he has questions about what he was doing, we'll, we'll get out the mat and we'll work on it. And we started doing that probably about six or seven months ago uh, when the lockdowns happened and we were all doing you know Zoom classes and all this other stuff. Me and Tyler really came up with a way so that we could work together and go over our, our problems. Uh, problems you know what i mean and work on techniques that weren't working for us or i'd show him a few things and he would realize that oh i was doing that wrong that i should have been doing it this way so it's been a great way to um a- a solidify it all in my brain and kind of get rid of some of those deer and headlights uh moments that you have when you're in the middle of a live role and as, as much as I would love to say that I don't have that anymore, I have that all the time still. I mean, there we just keep learning there's so many moves and there's so many different ways to get to those moves that sometimes you'll be in the I'll be in the middle of doing something and I'll get to a spot and I'm like, I know I have something here, but I have no idea what it is. And It still happens today, and I think that's a good thing. I used to get upset about it. I used to get angry at myself for not knowing what I was doing or where I was going. (coughs) But now I've realized that that's the learning curve. And we all hate that learning curve, right? You get new audio interface. You get new... Music equipment or you get new microphone, whatever it is. Whenever you get something new, you have to get past the learning curve. Well, I will tell you right now, jujitsu is like this endless learning curve. It's endless. There's so many new moves out there. There's new moves being made every day. Um, So it's endless. There is endless potential to learn new things in jujitsu. So I've learned to accept this and not be upset with myself when I get into that position. What I do now is is I try to run through my Rolodex of what I've done from whatever position I'm stuck in. And I'll just run through a, fu- a couple things. And I'll try something and it'll fail. I'll try something and it'll work. It's just about not stopping. Continue going, continue moving, and making those mistakes and learning from them. That is what's going to help move you forward. Because if you don't make the mistakes, you're not going to learn from them, and you're just going to keep doing them over and over and over again. Um, so it was just, it was really exciting um, I wanted to talk about it because it's one of the most exciting things I've done uh, in my life since I've been sober. Since I started this jujitsu thing, I didn't know how long I was going to stick with it. And like my friend pointed out, I've turned jiu-jitsu into my alcohol. And that could be a bad thing, but I'm really happy with it. So I think it's a good thing. Um, But I just wanted everybody to, to, to not only hear that story, but actually put the timeline together as well. A lot of time, a lot of patience, and a lot of hard work really helps you accomplish your goals. And this is going to be with anything in life. Absolutely everything in life is pretty much the same way. You know, everybody wants this... Quick fix diet pills so they don't actually have to work out. Everybody wants what they want right now. They don't want to wait for it. And I think this is the wrong way to do things. I mean, I always want instant gratification. But I've realized now that I'm not going to get it with certain things. Certain things are going to take time. They're going to be tough, and you have to move through them. So, got to get some patience out there, right? And I, I always try to, I, I think I said this a little bit ago, but I always want to make this very clear um, that it's a, it's a marathon, everyone. Life is a marathon. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings. You can come in our store We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Um, right now, we have got the best disposables I've ever had. That is these Escobars right here. These things are amazing. They come in nine different Flavors, that's right. You want to talk about a fantastic disposable? Let's talk hits. 2,500, that's what this one packs. 2,500 puffs with a 1,000 mah battery for 25 bucks. It's a steal, and not only is that a steal, but if you buy two of them, it's 48, and if you get three, that's 70 So we're going to give you a deal on the deal. It is amazing, and we do this for all of our disposables, not just the $25 ones. But the $20 ones have a price point for one, two, or three if purchased all at the same time. Same with the $10 ones. There's not one vape shop right now giving you a deal on any disposable. So come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open 7 days a week from 10:30 to 8 p.m. and give us a call, 603-814-4171. And I'll be there to answer all your questions and help you out, help you find whatever you're looking for. Are you looking for a gift for that special someone? Valentine's Day right around the corner? Well, I've got the place for you to go. It's going to be Natural BossNH.com, that's right, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. You can go here not only to get your hand sanitizer, salve, beard oil, and stuff like that, but they have come out with some wonderful Valentine's gift sets. Now, each one of these kits includes a personal message, gift wrapping, two milk chocolate truffles, and one strawberry and cream truffle. You can choose from the following kits. There's the Be Mine, which includes two lip balms, one of each blend, and one hand sanitizer. There's the Man of My Dreams, includes two beard oils, one of each blend. The I Love You So includes one bath, uh, foot and body soak. And then you have the XOXO, which includes one herbal salve. So if you're looking for a gift for that special someone on this Valentine's Day, Go to NaturalBossNH.com, that's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com, and get yourself any one of these wonderful Valentine's Day gift sets for that special someone in your life, or you can just get any one of these wonderful organically made products today. And now, back to the show. When you're young, you don't want to be 85, right? Nobody sitting there, even me today, I'm not like, I want to be 85 today. We want to be the age where we can do the stuff that our parents don't want us to do or the government has said you can't do until this age. And I'm almost wondering sometimes if it would help if we didn't have that age thing. You know? Like if we didn't have those things that we had to keep away from the kids and we actually talked to them about it and showed it to them and explained it to them and allowed them to make their own choices, would as many of them want to grow up as quickly? Or are we causing this ourselves by having so many restrictions until you get to a certain age? And that's what makes the age uh, so desirable. I just wonder sometimes. I know some other countries... Uh, they don't even have a drinking age because most of the drinking happens within the house. They show their kids this. Their kids are having a glass of wine with dinner. It's no big deal because it's no big deal. And we look at this and we're like, what are they doing? That's crazy. But guess what? It also costs three times as much to get your license. And if you get a DUI, you lose it forever. Well, that's the way it should be, right? I mean, granted, I would not be driving right now if that was our laws. But I'm also wondering if I wasn't drinking. No, I'm also wondering if when I wanted to start drinking, if my parents had made it something common within the household would I have been the same way with it as I was because I knew that I couldn't have it, so I would steal it, I would have people purchase it for me, I would figure out a fake ID, I would figure out all kinds of stuff in order to get that done. Would, if I, would, ha, would I have had the same temptations If the tables were turned. I mean we can't answer that question. Obviously. I'd like to assume. That it would have been different. But maybe they would have figured out. I was an alcoholic. At the age of 14. And been like oh shit. This kid just can't drink. Like do they ever find that out. I wonder. I should look that up. I wonder if those countries that have. Lenient drinking laws have as many alcoholics or alcohol addiction problems as we do here in the U.S., um, you know, I wonder. You know, uh, and obviously their DUIs are not even close to the same because... They have to pay so much that they're very, very aware of when they can't and can't drive, I'm sure. I'm sure they still have their issues. I'm not saying that they're better than us. What I'm saying is, is I bet you it's a lot less than what we deal with here in America. You know, there's some people out there with seven DUIs underneath their belt, and they're still drinking and driving today. So that to me is friggin' insane. Should we allow that? I mean, I don't want that person on the road anymore. I'm I'm just glad I figured it out before I got a third one. And the only reason I figured it out is because I was this close to getting a third one. So is that a good way to learn? I don't know. Maybe one day we'll figure that out, too. But again, it's going to take time. Marathon, not a sprint. So anything that you're doing today, anything in your life that you think should be moving faster, don't, don't, don't. Turn that off. Take a look at where you're at. And then take a look at what people have already done what you're trying to do. You know, I talked to a few purple belts that turned brown. I've got so many years before I'm going to turn brown. And I was like, okay, I'm prepared for that. That's fine. But it's going to be years before I see a brown belt now. It's going to take a lot of patience and a lot more hard work to get there. I'm only focusing on, obviously what I have right now, but I was curious if it took me this long to get my purple, how long did it take you to get your Brown? Okay. Now I have an idea of what I'm working with. Um, And, and, and so if there's something that you're doing and it's taking what you feel is too long, well, somebody else has probably already done what you're doing So maybe you can find out how long it took them. And then maybe you can see how long it took another person. Because I'm not the first one to get a purple belt, right? I know many, many people that are purple belts now. And even when I was a white belt and a blue belt, I saw lots of purple. Now they're all brown and black, which is great. It's great to see that, Um But whatever you're doing could have the same result. You know people making music, making tracks, doing stuff, uh, running marathons. Anything that you're doing right now, somebody else is also doing. So if you don't think it's moving fast enough, you, you might be wrong. You might be taking the right amount of time. And so I say, calm down. Nobody needs to grow up quickly. There's no reason to grow up quickly. It's really not that exciting. I get to go to bed whenever I want, and I I guess I could eat whatever I wanted if it agreed with my body, but it doesn't, so I have to eat a strict diet. I don't know. I don't get to have any fun in my forties. I'll be honest. What fun? What 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 fun is there? for a person in their 40s for with no kids and you know struggling through all of this I mean right now this is a tough tough time for everybody I'm not saying right now I'm talking about hopefully the fucking future where this shit's over and we're all free moving again what Am I gonna do? And I I, I actually you know what I want I came to a realization today along with all of this patience and shit takes way too long. I realized that I was a person who always liked to be home. Right? And I still do. I enjoy being home. I mean, what are you paying thousands of dollars a month for if all you want to do is leave your house? That's crazy to me. I mean, anybody out there who has a mortgage, owns a house, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This stuff is nothing but money every month. And none of us want to stay in the house. We all want to go out. And I do. Never realized why. Couldn't figure it out for the life of me. Why is it that everybody that owns a house that pays thousands of dollars a month and they're all going out to eat, they're all going here, they're all going there, and they're doing things. And so I now realize that I want to be doing those things because... Before, when everything was <clears throat> before, when everything was open, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't have any money for it. We're dumping all this money into the house. We'll just buy some good food. And on our days off, instead of going to a restaurant or something, let's stay home and eat and enjoy the house and enjoy our good food that we got at a cheaper price at the grocery store. Right? Today. I was talking to Tyler and I was like I don't feel that way anymore I'm actually looking forward To stuff opening And going places and doing things I don't know when that's going to be Like I said 2022 is my guess But Being stuck at home Having the job taken away Having the job given back Not being able to go anywhere. Not being able to go to restaurants. Not being able to go to the comedy shows that I still have tickets for. And hope that they are actually going to happen this year. I don't think they're going to. But we shall see. I am really looking forward to them. Like if the Rogan show happens. uh, October. I'm so excited for the Rogan show. If Kill Tony happens, I think that one is more summer. I'm really looking forward to that one. And if none of them happen and they're going to push it to the next year, which is fine because it's what I really expect, then I will really be looking forward. I might even start going to restaurants because I just miss going out. I miss my friends. I miss my family. Uh, I, I've just never had such a gap of time in between visits, and it's so frustrating, and it's it's annoying, and it makes us well, it makes me angry, and I'm sure all of us are on the same page now. But what I realized was, is that I didn't want to do it when it was available. And as soon as it got taken away and we couldn't do it anymore, I was like, son of a bitch, I want to do that. So it made me realize that there is fun things for me to do in my 40s. I just never took advantage of them. And I'm hoping that there'll be enough of them After all this chaos that I can go out and I can do things and I will enjoy them because you don't know when this could happen again. None of us know what could happen in our futures. So I feel like I have grown quite a bit over the last year now. Um, and I'm seeing things through different lenses and no, they're not my glasses because those need to be updated and replaced. So these are old lenses. I'm just talking about the lenses of me. Nothing has to be speedy and, uh, I just want it done right and sometimes getting things done right or correctly It's going to take a lot longer than you think. So, at the end of the day, sit back. Look at everything around you. And if you don't feel like it's moving fast enough, probably means it's moving too fast. So, I say slow it down. Take your time. Doesn't matter what it is. If you're under the age of 18, shouldn't be watching this anyways, but don't rush your youth away. It's not worth it. You'll get to 21. Trust me, we all do. It's not something that you're going to just miss. You're going to get there. It's going to take time. So just be patient. And if you're in jiu-jitsu and you're getting frustrated or you're not feeling like you're moving forward, push that feeling away as well. Because like me, I now realize that it's not up to me. I will not be making that decision. My professors will make that decision. And you know when you're progressing. You really do. So take those negative thoughts and choke the fuck out of them and make them go away. uh, Go away. Right? So that's basically it. That's basically it. I got my purple belt. I have a lot more patience for all this shit that I feel like should be moving a lot faster in my life. And I'm starting to realize that the things that I miss, I never took advantage of in the first place. So, a lot of learning, a lot of expanding, um, and just a ton of work, everyone. A ton of work. This is not happened overnight. So, if you're dealing with your sobriety day to day, you're dealing anything. Uh, Every day you make it, it's a great day. And you'll eventually reach that month or that six month or that year. And I was talking to a customer that was trying to get off of nicotine. And he came in and he bought a disposable and then decided to tell me the story. Which is fine. But he was asking me if it was okay for him to to buy the vape. And I'm like I I can't answer that question for you. This is th- this is your battle. So you have to ask yourself that question. And at first he wasn't telling me that he was trying to stay off of it. He just said that he ran out and he took a couple days off. And then as he's uh leaving not uh, as he is like Opening up the package to get it ready to vape on it, he's telling me how he was planning on quitting. He made it two days, and now he's just getting back on it. And he's and he's like asking me if that was okay, and I'm like, I can't answer that question for you, dude. That's 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 something between you and yourself. And he's like, well, am I weak because of it? And I go. I mean, I don't know if you're weak because of it, but I'll just give you this. Uh, I don't drink, but if I was to slip up and have a drink, I'm not going to completely destroy myself because I slipped up. But I'm also going to hope that I don't continue drinking and I pick myself back up pretty quickly. Because we're all human. There I'm not unbreakable. Something major happens in my life. I could go back to the bottle. So that possibility is never not there. I just fight the urge to do it. And I know on you know Rogan's podcast and stuff the guys the the drug guy there said that it's 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 not in your head it's it's not there. the addiction to alcohol um you know you you can have withdrawals from it you can die if you try to you don't want to quit cold turkey, but he was he was like, this is all in their heads. And that's fine. He, he's allowed to have that opinion. But I'm telling you right now, and I know a lot of people like myself, if you know you can't pick up that bottle without going down that dark road again, then it's time to quit. Throw in the towel on that. Quit and try to stay off of it. And if you fall down... Which means you have a drink. Don't stop. And give in. Just stop again. It's like smoking cigarettes. If I was to pick up a cigarette and have a cigarette. Just because I haven't had a cigarette in 7 years. Or yeah 7 years. Doesn't mean I have to continue smoking. It just means I slipped up. Or maybe I forgot my vape and I just needed some nicotine and the only thing I could get was a fucking cigarette. Well, I mean, if I really want my nicotine, that's what I'm going to do, right? But it doesn't mean I have to go back to smoking cigarettes. And I will be honest, sometimes I'm like, man, I kind of want to taste that cigarette. Because I think I've been vaping for so long that it would be like, Just super gross. But I don't think of it as a negative thing. If you fall off the wagon and then have to get back on or if you want to quit vaping nicotine and you end up giving in in a couple days and buying a disposable, I think it's definitely better than getting back on cigarettes. And as long as you don't continue drinking... The next day, and you get back up, and you try to fix it again, and you go back in, and now you're on 24. You know what I mean? You just pick it up, and you continue. I think that's okay. We are human. Nobody's fucking perfect. If we were perfect, we wouldn't need this shit, right? I wouldn't need to get these thoughts out into the air so that I feel better, and somebody wouldn't need to hear these thoughts so that they can feel better, so... Just remember that, you know, but it takes time and it takes patience. And so I wish all of us had more of it because acquiring it has taken 41 years, right? I'm 41 and I'm just figuring this shit out now. My parents have always told me, you got to have patience, patience, patience. Ah, ah, ah. I never listened to them. never wanted to. Never, ever, 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 ever have I ever wanted to listen to my parents And and then turn around and be like, oh, you were right. Never hated it. I always wanted to be right. I wanted to be the one that knew what he was talking about, that was on the right path. And it turns out that they were... Write about a lot of shit. And I didn't give them enough credit for that. I mean, I do today. But I'm just saying, when I was 18 to 24, it was, it was bad. It was bad. And so if you're in that age bracket now, I'm giving you this nugget of advice to calm down. You'll get there. And, uh, well, that's about it. I mean, I... I think everybody needs this right now, because right now we all need as much patience and understanding as we can get, because nobody knows when we're getting to the end of this fucking tunnel. It is frustrating, we're all on edge, and you just have to... Just have to be patient. So, again, I'd like to just thank everybody for watching, listening, uh, commenting, liking. I just appreciate all of you. Um, If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons. Set those alarms so that you know as soon as the new podcast is uploaded. And uh, that's it. This episode is over it's over all right so Topher at gmail.com that is the email you can go to make sure your subject line has whatever you're talking about in it um so and that's the official email of the podcast it's t-a-l-k-i-n with topher at gmail.com Um, And if you want to follow me on social media, go right ahead. I'm on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So go and follow me, uh, posting every day. And it's always uh, motivation, uh, bettering yourself, staying fit, staying healthy. That's what I'm all about. It's the only thing I can actually control. Because as I've learned, I'm in control of nothing today. Absolutely nothing. Not even the growth of this podcast. You're in control. So help me out. Tell everybody. Let's spread this thing around. And I hope everybody enjoys the rest of the week and your weekend. And on that note, I'll talk to you later.